gearwebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is free patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at gearwebsites.com. at Radio Free America, and this is Uncle Sam with music and the truth until dawn. Right now, I've got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. <laughs> Oh, I need to put my headset on. Welcome, everybody, to a Daily Gun Show. We come to you live every weeknight at midnight Eastern, and we talk about guns for oh, usually an hour. So uh, on each night, we have a different topic, and on Fridays, we wrap up the week, but not just the week, the stuff that's focused on what our Second Amendment protects. And we've got a pretty interesting so uh, we record this live and we actually make sure I'm working everything here. We do have people showing up. So thanks everybody for showing up. Give me some feedback if you would. Uh, we record this, that my audio is working. Um, we record this live. We send it out to a couple of different YouTube channels and the Twitch. We're sending it out to the Twitch today. So that's a streaming platform for the kids where they play their video games. And uh, I figured out how to, I've streamed stuff over to Twitch before, but it seemed pointless because it just disappears. I figured out how to flip a switch over there, and now it should stay there for a little while. So we'll start to accumulate a uh, pile of these podcasts over on Twitch with the live stream. However, once the thing is done streaming live, we take the video and we post this weekly show on pretty much all the different video platforms that uh, are popular with uh, people that are firearms owners or people that are interested in the kind of topics we talk about. And uh, in addition, we take the audio and post that on the different podcasting platforms. Of course, we take the, every, the audio from the shows all week long and post those on the podcasting platform. So uh, watching the metrics or the analytics, whatever you want to call it over there, we see a lot of people uh, joining or whatever you want to say, like listening in. Uh, please leave us some feedback. It lets us know which of the platforms to devote our time and attention to, which ones to spend more time, and which ones we can spend less time on, because there's a lot of them. But uh, we are live, and for the people that are showing up live, welcome. Uh, G23 was the first one out here this morning, uh, this afternoon, this evening. He has a Every Second Matters show that he's going to be hosting tomorrow. Thanks for doing that. Uh, that'll be at... 10 a.m. on the metric time zone, 7 a.m. out here on the uh, Pacific time zone. We got Echo out there in Florida saying first thumbs up, welcome. Uh, having a first thumbs up fight out there. And then Silverback is out here also. So thanks to the people that showed up live to listen to the show. Again, if I'm, I'm assuming I'm live, it looks like I'm connected, but without checking, give me some feedback out there. That would help. Uh, what we do, though, is go live on uh Fridays in the evenings, and we open up the YouTube channel over here. I forgot to ask the poll question today. I've been watching some different uh, videos. I guess there's my audio check. Thank you. G23 is giving me that right there. Thanks. 
So uh, I've just been listening to a couple of live conversations. I dropped a book link in here called The Dreaming Circus, Special Ops, LSD, and the Unlikely Path to Toltec Wisdom. So a super cool conversation on a channel called The Team House here on YouTube. And they had a guy on, if you've ever seen the movie Operation Dumbo Drop about uh, some a unit in the Vietnam War that needed to airdrop an elephant. And it was a big uh, nightmare trying to, logistic nightmare trying to get the elephant and get it to where it needed to go. They took some creative leeway. They didn't actually airdrop it. They, they brought him in on the kind of hanging from helicopters. But that's the guy who was the one who kind of facilitated that and a guy with a lot of experience in, in, in stories and really long conversation. And that's his book. Really interesting conversation earlier today. We'll get into that a little bit later on in the show. But because of that, I uh, didn't set up the poll today. So I'm going to I like to set up a, a poll for the people that are joining us live. So how was this week? Or two A, at least that's what we start with each week, and then get an idea from the people who tune in live, what they thought of this week. Uh, so it was. I'll just say good week. Or two A, or no? Let's start with great, huh? Then we'll go to good week in 2A. I'm just typing these out as we're going here. And then we'll add the option of just an okay week or 2A. And then the last one, because we do have uh, We have a bunch of uh, federal agents that always watch everything in the gun community. Uh, they make a bunch of overtime just watching our chats. So we give them an option that they have to choose. But everybody else can choose, uh, was it a great week? Was it a good week? Or was it an okay week? If I had more options, I would put bad week in there. But it's kind of obvious you're either not going to vote or you're not watching this channel if you think it was a bad week for 2A. Uh, let's dig in. So what we're normally going to look at is the stuff that... I've been checking out during the week that I want to share with everybody uh, in this live conversation. But as I mentioned, I'll also take the description of this video, which has the links to all these things we're going to talk about tonight. Okay, sorry about that. Had a coughing fit. I take the description with all the links to everything we're going to talk about and put that on the various social media platforms that are out there. So uh, we can accomplish two things, share all these interesting projects and uh, videos and uh, people that are creating this stuff. And also just to spread the word about the diversity and the, um, the, the uh, I guess the diversity is the best word, of the shooting community. You know, there's lots of different stuff going on and it's not just revolvers and shotguns. You know, it's not just shooting competition and hunting. There's just a lot of different ways that people interact or interface with firearms. And that's what we try to take a look at, at least not that we're saying seeing all of it, but to show those facets. And uh, we try to share that on the different platforms because if you notice a lot of these platforms, yes, they're places we can post, 
they're a place we can have our content, but they also are usually focused on something, either a political thing or a speech thing, like a free speech kind of focus. So by posting our consistent two A folk, you know, our stuff with a consistent two A focus, what we're hoping to do is to share some valid projects and, and some good messages. All right, with that, let's dig in. Now we could just go through the YouTube video that we're looking at on the screen here. However, YouTube doesn't really let us format this very good. So the first link in the description is to our Patreon. We like to go over there and follow that one on the screen because I can format the blog over there basically. And as soon as my slow internet, I shouldn't, I should knock on wood. As soon as my internet uh, loads all the images here, what I'll do is zoom in on the browser so that y'all can look at it easier. And then we will start digging into this Patreon blog which is the exact same data, just with more formatting, and I've, I'm able to add pictures over here. But we encourage you to check it out. There is a scroll at the bottom of the page, and we start out the video thanking the, well, it's a little less than 140. They, it was just the beginning of the month here, and it turns out we lost quite a few Patreons, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, the times are hard, and that's to be expected, I suppose. But there's uh, an undetermined number. They're still getting racked up. But uh, whenever the system robots will tell me, uh, you know, we have 100 and so people that support what we do. They make it possible for us to spend our money on the servers or spend their money on the servers and on the software. And more importantly, or as importantly, the time it takes to put all this stuff together. So uh, we have that scroll and we want to say thanks to them because uh, they're investing in these projects and it's their, uh, this is their product. All right, with that being said, let's take a look at the week. Um, I was just listening to a chat, and I was going to start out the show with something. And as I'm sitting here talking, it's really hard to think. So what was I going to start off? I really would like to start the show off with something that I didn't have time to write down here. So what I'm going to do, G23 is saying amazing week in 2A. Right on. I'm going to take just a second, go over here, and submit uh subject you to another commercial we do have some stores out there where we have some print on demand shirts and stuff so i'm gonna let me i guess tell you about that for a moment while i try to remember for the while i'm just sitting here not talking uh what it is i wanted to start the show off with so we do have uh some print on demand uh, options out there for shirts and posters and books on both spreadshirt and teespring uh here's a little quick word about that hey did you know that you could help support our future projects and let everyone know you're a fan of what we do check out our print on demand store we have a tab here on youtube when you click on it you can choose from a bunch of different items we have shirts and posters and coffee mugs click on the one you like when you find the design you want to put on it choose a color and a size if it's appropriate and when you purchase these items, a portion goes to help fund our future projects. We really do appreciate your support. You get some cool stuff. When you get that stuff, post pictures here and on other platforms, and we'll hook you up next time you order from our gear website store. Thank you for your support of gunwebsites.com. Dang, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, I can't for the life of me. I took the dog out and I must have just completely brain dumped, brain farted on what I wanted to start the show off. I did have a bit uh, started out here, though. I did have a, a preamble for the, the conversation tonight. 
Each week, we feature the best content out there that focuses on what our Second Amendment protects. This has been another week with a lot to keep up with. Understanding everything is important to know what to really focus on. And that continues to be the challenge. So as the anti-rights folks out there are losing support for their old narratives, they're going to rely on the frustration that they can create to weather our side and uh, dissolve our resolve and our attention, right? So that was something to the effect of what I was going to mention, but I was going to extrapolate on that a little bit. Something at the end of Gizzard's show made me think of it. Something somebody said over there, but uh, like I say, taking the dog out and it's fireworks. She's not really happy about it. Um, made me forget it. Uh, I'll probably post it if I can remember. I'll post it somewhere. All right, let's dig in. So uh, I think I was saying hey to everybody. Silverback said hey to G23s. Let me know about the audio. DJ is out there dropping a link to our Patreon. Appreciate that. Thank you. Um, and it's not about a, a number. I appreciate G23 saying he puts down $5.56 each month. And uh, thank you. That is, uh, you know, accumulates and allows us to, to slaughter those bills. So we do really do appreciate it. Uh, Mario Mosen's out there and Baron is showing up. So thanks everybody for saying hey and thanks everybody for staying up late if it's late for you. And uh, let's dig in. So some of the best stuff I like each week is Locked and Loaded Latinos. They usually go live on Sundays, unfortunately, because they like to play their video games with their friends. They push their show up a week or like a forward an hour. So they basically go live now at the same time as everybody else, all these radio shows. So Sunday, if you like 2A, you have a buffet. And uh, Locked and Loaded is the only one that isn't a radio show. So all the other ones are actually radio shows. And I mean, there's Rich and stuff, but I don't think they talk 2A. They talk wrestling or something. But uh, as far as listening to live 2A focused conversation, I really enjoy the Locked and Loaded. Uh, they bring a bunch of interesting people to their conversations. They pay attention to the text chat which I value. It's a way to know that somebody's authentic. They're not just reading your scripts or regurgitating what they listened to or read all week. And they're actually paying attention and have, you know, they're creating a, or they're, they're orchestrating, that's the word, conducting a conversation, whatever, you know, they're hosting a conversation with their show. And they do have just enough formatting, just enough uh, focus. You know, they prepare the show just enough without being worried about if they go out of the scribble outside the lines a little bit. And it's completely legit. It's great to see as a person who's older and been around the block a few times and then about around the block a few more times and then a few more times as far as the Second Amendment stuff. It's refreshing to see uh, perspective on the new folks who are in the fight, not just locked and loaded, the team, but the people that show up to their chats. It's, it's uh, why I'm optimistic. I can see that there's people out there, kids out there that have thirst for more, right? And they're gonna get they're gonna get it. So anyway, it's a great chat to watch. And this week they were talking about uh, basically lots of things. Uh, it was a pretty good chat though. Uh, I don't keep track of the notes anymore because I write so much stuff in this weekly wrap up that I figured I kind of had dabbled with the idea of leaving notes for each conversation. I'll leave notes for the for specific shows but for the most part you can go to these shows and watch them and then watch the side chat and you can see the conversations that happen they're literally archived uh, or a lot of times if it's something that i'll 
I'll post on our YouTube channel over here. I'm flipping over to our YouTube channel and then flipping from the video, I guess, over to our actual YouTube channel on the channel tab of our YouTube channel. No, no, the community tab, sorry, of our YouTube channel. It's sort of like a blog on YouTube, but they really hate blogs over here. They want to rather everybody just did videos. So they don't give you any formatting to speak of at all. I mean, there's a tiny bit of formatting. It'll make a link into a link. That's it. But you can't put bold. You can't put italic. I mean, there's literally no formatting except for carriage returns, and it automatically creates links. But aside from that, we can use this uh, section over here to, to leave links out and to um, alert people to conversations that are going on, like... RNL Displays has a $17.76 sale going on through 7-11. Um, all you got to use is code 1776, and that's a handmade firearm display made in New York in USA. And uh, so that's a way that we can let people know about that, right? We can post it here. And I'm pretty sure this gets distributed like a video, or at least people see it in their feeds like a video. So when we do this for shows that are live, like this one here uh, for, for the bullet earlier today, I will often put some of the links or the comments that I put in the video that were worth checking out in the comments or like as a reply to my own post. So it's a way that I write my own notes over here so that if I'm in another chat, like if I was in Gizzards' chat, and we were going to have a conversation about, I'm trying to find one where I've got something like Toby was on the uh, Grace Curley show on Tuesday. And we were going to have a conversation about that. I could go in here and check out my notes, so to speak. People already carry at their work. Now might more join them. Good thing there are so many established resources for learning how to do that well. So that was some comment, some reply to something that was going on there. But if we were having a conversation about concert cons about concealed carry and people were concerned about all the new people that are going to be potentially concealed carrying now that you know that the supreme court case well i'm trying to say think about how many established resources are out there not just resources but resources that have been around for more than seven years that are focused specifically on new concealed carriers and the new type of person who conceal carries, whether that be an adult new gun owner or uh, old FUD who is just getting their first polymer 380, like whatever it is, there's resources. You're not doing anything alone anymore. And that's, anyway, that's the kind of note that I might want to take on a video. So that's how I do it. If you got another way of doing it, let me know. But that's why you don't see the uh, extended comments in our weekly wrap up anymore. But whatever, I'm trying to keep this thing under an hour also because we're shoving it up to the podcast. And if I uh, ramble on and on, make it a two-hour show, then you know, it doesn't go to the podcast so well. However, if you're a Patreon and you got a different opinion about that, you're paying for this. So let me know. Uh, I do, I'm not going to jump every time one Patreon asks me for something, but I'll occasionally put up polls. If you jump back a couple of posts over on Patreon, a couple of posts back in the blog, couple of posts back in the blog, uh, you'll see one of the uh, kind of uh, surveys I threw out there to see what elements of our projects people are digging the most. And uh, like I say, I'm always looking for feedback from everybody, but you know, people that are paying the bills here, your feedback goes a little bit further.
So with that, uh, we're going to keep digging in. The next one is the thousanding of lock and loaded Latinos. So if Gizzard is out here, he ain't. But uh, if Gizzard uh, was hanging out at the lock and loaded show on Sunday, talking shit about, oh, well, they're going to hit a thousand. I was like, they're not going to hit a thousand. There are 60 subscribers away from hitting a thousand. And everybody knows it takes a while to get 60. So I was like, whatever, maybe later on in the week, maybe tomorrow, like next week or something, maybe. And then like the hours later, they had hit a thousand. So the next morning I was like, dang it. So I made a quick show, a 10 minute show just to chat them up. Let everybody know it's an awesome show and that they hit their thousand mark. I'm freaking should have listened to Gizzard and done the thousanding live. That would have been cool. We've done a couple of thousanding lives, and I put this one to add to the pile, but uh, this is like going up and sticking uh, something that already fell over. Like, you didn't really hunt it. It just happened. So I guess we're not hunting them, so it's a bad analogy. This is like uh, taking a picture of a stuffed animal instead of finding it in the wild. Is that the way to say it? I don't know. We're not really hunting thousand subs, but, uh, yeah, it's fun. If, so if you know of a channel that's hitting a thousand subs, it's always fun to watch them hit the hit it. And then how, you, how do you make them hit it? You go live and you watch them hit it. You encourage people to, to throw their subscriptions over there. Anyway, so they hit their thousand mark. Why is that a big deal? Uh, I think that's when they give you a couple of things like monetization and the community tab. And that community tab lets you do stuff. Or am I wrong? I think you might get the community tab earlier now. I forget what it all is. But anyway, they get a, it's a waypoint. It's a threshold in YouTube that, you know, so everybody thinks it's a big deal. Uh, so congratulations to them on that. It's probably because of their video games. Next up, we start getting into some of the stuff that happened, or I guess some of the um, people that were given commentary. That's what I'm looking for, commentary on the stuff that happened this week. Um, Baron is saying the community tab is a 500. Okay, thanks. Uh, let's see. So the... A couple of things happened, I think, as a result of the ruling on the New York versus Bruin. So the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin decision came out, and I'll let other shows talk about that. But what we're going to talk about is the result of that opinion and the consequences of it means that, well, one of the results is that the Supreme Court took four cases, Maryland, uh, Hawaii, help me out, who knows the other two states, two other states, and told them to New Jersey? No, I forget. There's four states, though. And uh, they basically told them, nope, these are not good decisions. And, you know, we're ripping them up and sending them back to you with this new insight. So uh, that was pretty neat. And this is a two minute and 27 second video that describes it. So I can't remember it, but this video will, will catch you up to speed in two minutes. And, you know, FPC, they're only making the least of all the national level organizations income wise. And they're putting out some of the most efficient information, not only efficient information, but some of the best of the efficient information is coming from them. It was California was the other one, was it? Uh, Ozzy's only 121 subs away from hitting 100. Nice. 
So let's see. Then we have Chris. Chris had another great show. I don't know if he's over here, but uh, he just, you know, he hangs out at a bunch of the shows. And then him and G23 host the show on Wednesdays. And uh, catch that if you can. They do a great show, and they have a panel, a large panel. That's what I dig about it is they've got a large panel. They're able to have a good conversation and um, monitor the, the live without letting it go crazy with just tangents. You guys host a good show, so thanks for that. Uh, this was a good one. You had a bunch of cops on. You don't really get too many cops on talking about cop stuff. And I like people that can honestly tell people that shotguns are delusional, that just thing to sell you stuff. I mean, shotguns are okay, but they're not magic. And they talked about that a little bit on that show. I'm going to get a bunch of hate now because shotguns aren't magic. Sorry. Watch Harry Potter if you want magic. Um, next up is the armed attorneys are back. Well, the girl is back. So, but they are continuing to do their, uh, efficient and, uh, um, useful, uh, what do you call these things? It, like brief, I guess briefs on different points. So this first one was on the private sale language. Like when they talk about someone they, they remove the part about that you as an ffl or the definition of a person involved in doing business and firearms had to do with making a portion of your like living for the year a portion of your income for the year and now they changed it to making a profit on a sale so you know that's kind of interesting wording and while they're not being saying the sky's falling they they had a five minute discussion on that that was pretty good and then they had a 10-minute discussion about some of those four things I was just talking about, some of the states that are affected and what's realistic and what's not realistic about you know, expectations with these decisions. And the thing is, is you start to watch different attorneys. I have, I, did, I don't think I put the Washington one in here. I don't remember if I watched the Washington one this week. I don't drop everything and watch that Washington guy. I watch that Washington guy if I've got the time and there's nothing else that I've watched. This week I was a little busy, so if somebody like Craig here we're about to talk about drops a five-minute video or whatever this was, um, you know, I'm not going to watch that immediately. I'll watch it at some point. I do a lot of computer work, so if I'm doing something on the computer and I inevitably have to wait for something to load or download or whatever, then that's when I, you know, I'll watch or listen to really I'll listen to these videos. And uh, um I just, you know, that Washington guy is maybe third in line after armed attorneys and uh, some of the other attorneys. Uh, let's get into the firearms policy again. Had morning coffee is back with Craig. So Craig is a Californian, a 2A activist. I'm pretty sure he's been around since about 17, but I've been aware of him. And then I think I've seen Craig at just about everything I've ever been to, plus the stuff I don't get to go to. So Craig's out there and getting it done. He ho he hosted for a long time his morning coffee show, and then he's been hosting a show with Mike from Arms Room Radio also, and that one took a hiatus, but that's about two years in, and this one, his morning coffee is about eight years in. So a uh, uh, small 20-minute show in the mornings. He usually follows the news, but when there's a lot of gun stuff coming up, then the news is about gun stuff. So this is him and the... FUD buster guy, the other, the one of the lawyers from FPC, 
and I think I watched this video about four times, and I can't couldn't tell you if you gave me a hundred bucks, I couldn't tell you what they said because I I can't remember. And I watched it. I'm like, I can't remember that video, and I watched it again. And then I'm like, all right, I can't remember that video, and I watched it again, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna quit watching that video. Whatever they said was just repetitive, I think. But I might be wrong. Maybe I was just busy. Like I said, it's been a busy week. So I'm not here to give you a summary on necessarily every one of these, except show you pointing you in the direction of some good stuff by solid people. All right, next up, speaking of good stuff by solid people, is uh, Riding Shotgun with Charlie had an interview this week with Evan Napum, who is an attorney. I've got his link here, Gun Lawyer, Gun Lawyer. Uh, he describes himself as a storytelling, insight, and compelling perspective on gun law, gun rights, culture, and politics in America. So he does a podcast about gun laws and um, kind of an interesting interview. He's from, I want to say New Jersey, but uh, I hadn't heard of him before. And it's an interesting, he's a gun, you know, he's done some stuff, almost always focused on firearms. So uh, it was an interesting interview and it's a long one, an hour or over an hour, I think. Next up is Get Off My Lawn, uh, Sand Hills, the content creator formerly known as Sand Hills Shooter, now calls himself Sand Hills Media, and every Thursday does a pro-Second Amendment uh, chat. Uh, he invited me on this week, so we ended up blabbing on there for two hours. That was a pretty good chat. The, the topic was pro-gun or pro-2A or, you know, do you need to be both or can you be one or the other? All those, you know, just the different iterations of pro-gun and pro-2A. Other people have had conversations about it before. Um, thought the shotgun was magical like a unicorn, G23. Yep, exactly. So next is the get off, right, the next one is the weekly bullet, the weekend edition of the daily bullet. And this last Saturday, they had this on just before the Ask Gun Questions show. So I usually watch it while I'm setting everything up. And they had a good panel. It was Beth Alcazar, Charlie from Riding Shotgun with Charlie, and uh, Tony from the Diversity Shoot. Uh, all joined Paul and chatted for an hour, uh, mostly about the stuff that had happened the week before, obviously. So it's a show that we talk about almost a week later because it basically comes on tomorrow morning. So, you know, it's uh, one of the first things that hits after we finish recording this. All right, but it was a good one, and I'd recommend listening to it. Uh, Beth is usually pretty insightful, and uh, there's a lot of people that join the bullet, the, both the Daily Bullet and the Weekly Bullet, and I think Beth is one that has a good pace. She's able to keep it on, tar on track and moving instead of letting it wander or just get stuck sometimes because some, some people just kind of sit and watch and the show can get stuck. Beth knows how to keep it going. All right, talking about keeping it going. So, you know, this show is, this is the uh, 1336th episode or something. What episode is this? 1,335. So there's a lot of podcasts out there that have like 300 episodes or some of them have 1,000 episodes. We have 1,300 episodes and then some others that we don't even count because we have so many episodes. And then this guy comes along and he rips us off. 159. Finally, get some kind of some kind of format together for his show. So there's Crump saying Wolverines. I should get a, a thing that says Wolverines. Except I think I can do this. 
1159 at Radio Free America, and this is Uncle Sam with music and the truth until dawn. Right now, I got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. <laughs> So Crump came along and said Wolverines. So I guess people were giving you shit about your Wolverines thing, but uh, give them shit about my Wolverines thing. It takes 30 seconds or whatever, 27 seconds or whatever that runs. Uh, but that's the, so you get Red Dawn, the good one, and they go into town. They come back from town, and then they're like, hey, Jed, I want to give you something. And then they give them a frozen loaf of bread or whatever it is, and it's got it's like a chunk of ice, and there's a radio in there. And then they give them the granddaughters and then they go up the hill and they start listening to the radio with the granddaughters for the first time. Everybody's together for the first time and they just got some resupplies. They just found out what's going on in town and they're listening to a radio for the first time. So remember, they got their uh, boombox shot on the way out of town by the freaking commies. So they're listening to the radio for the first time. And what do they hear? And... That pilot was not with them yet, but then, what do they hear? It's 11.59 at Radio Free America, and this is Uncle Sam with music and the truth until dawn. And yeah, that's why we do this show at midnight, because we are true to the Red Dawn lifestyle. All right, so uh, next we'll dig into barbecue. Like I say, took him 159 episodes. He finally is ripping off at least the good parts of this show and trying to do some kind of format to his show and offer uh, more than just uh, another place to hang out. So I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. Let us know what you think. Uh, I think that's a great idea. Like I said, I'm really looking forward to seeing that catch on. He gets a lot of people from the 2A Women Wednesdays that come around because he calls it 2A Women Wednesdays, right? So I'm guessing people show up to go, hey, what's all the Second Amendment about? All right, so with that, we get to Foss. So Foss took his sister to the range, made a video about it, and uh, that's one of many in his series where he takes people to the range. Oh, I guess he even numbers them right here. So this is his 12th episode of short videos highlighting people that he's taken to the range, and I'm assuming they enjoy it. I think he has said that one of the people he took wasn't that impressed and didn't really want to go back, but at least they were... You know appreciative i guess that they were able to have the experience with a friend you know to understand it or whatever so i think that's what he said right uh then we've got the mouse party every wednesday after our tactical quiz uh people wind down a lot of people win a lot of treasure a lot of loot a lot of prizes and fun stuff and they want to celebrate right they've just had a tactical quiz for crying out loud uh it's 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 uh seat it's edge of the seat it's thrilling their heart rate was up but in a good way it's like uh it's a it's really an exciting evening for for a lot of people and they're like we're just jazzed we got to do something we, we can't go home after the tactical quiz like we got to go out and then that's where they go they go to the mouse party it's a non-stop tactical fun party so uh another good one it's a non-scripted non um topic live chat on in the middle of the night 
and well, usually since mostly gun people show up, the topics go to gun stuff, but another good chat. All right, let's see. Then we once you see these little lines, that's another segment of the show. So why don't we use this? Well, I guess I just went to a commercial technically. So normally I would play a commercial here, right? You can think of this as coding. When you see these lines, play commercial. Uh, we're going to talk about some radio stations or radio shows at least, right? There's a couple of different radio shows that are worth checking out that are awesome actually. So you think about it, a lot of people give shit to radio shows because they don't listen to the radio. Well, does that mean radios don't exist or is there still a radio in every single vehicle? Hmm. And there's, there's still radios, you know, sold that people walk around when they're jogging or running or canoeing or rowing or bicycling or motorcycling or kayaking did I say that? or hang gliding or anything else that you do outside, right? Yeah, that exists. Is the radios in other devices? Yes. So radios still exist. There's even a thing called iHeartRadio, which is fake radio, right? So there's a lot of people that listen to the radio and radio ain't free because those radio antennas cost zillions of dollars and they pump out money. They just pump money out of there. Electric money gets pumped out of there. So they charge people to put these shows on here. Nobody comes along and says, hey, please put a radio show on our channel. They say, hey, pay us good money and you can put your radio show on our channel. So unless you've got a bunch of money behind you, you're doing this for a reason. You're doing this with intent. You're trying to get a message out there because I can, well, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn. They don't really make their money back. They do this in an effort to, they try to cut even or make, you know, make a buck or two, but they're not getting rich off of this for the most part. I know the individual ones are not. So um, it's cool to see that there are radio stations who are putting a pro 2A, not just a pro gun, but a pro 2A message out there on those radio waves. Think how many doctor's offices and Uber cars or buses or people walking past a boom box know that are going to absorb some of this information especially calm sober good information right maybe a, a little excerpt excerpt about the dc project maybe that's being talked about as somebody walks by and they think huh i never thought about gun owners in that way before and that's the potential of having it out on the radio worst thing that happens is the radio show themselves knows that they get a portion of their income from our industry and when the others come along and say, don't pay attention to that industry, they have to think of their pocketbook and say, well, F you other side who hates rights. These people have a right to give me money also. And that's capitalism. So I appreciate the people that are putting out radio shows. Again, I don't want to speak out of turn, but they're not making money on this, you know, for the most part, uh, the ones I'm familiar with at least. But uh, anyway, so I pay attention to these shows. I like the fact that you think about it except for two of them they're coming from behind enemy lines that's a whole nother level so people that don't live behind enemy lines i'm not saying you don't understand but i'm just saying think about what it's like to constantly have to watch your friends your peers who do stuff that you don't get to do it's frustrating so uh let's dig into some of these radio shows first one cape gunworks they have a show called Rapid Fire Radio. They they record that show on Wednesdays at, well, let's scroll down to the bottom of this whole thing. Spoiler alert, we're going to the bottom of this whole thing where, oh no, I didn't. I put it on a different post over here. 
let's go to the bottom of this thing. Did I put it in here? No, nope, this is on a different thing too. So I guess, yeah, I didn't. On the uh, other posts, on other platforms, I included the uh, schedule of radio shows because that's one of the projects I worked on this week. But I'm pretty sure Toby's show is Wednesdays at like 3 p.m. my time. So 6 p.m. or is it noon our time? 6, 3 p.m.? I don't know. It's on Wednesday afternoon. They record it Wednesday afternoon. They record it on the internet or they stream it on the internet as they're recording. And um, once it's done recording, they'll stay on with the internet and follow up on whatever questions and stuff and usually stick around for a while. It's a lot of fun. Then they take the recording and it gets sent out on the uh, syndication and gets broadcast uh, throughout the uh, weekend and throughout four, three different states and it reaches like five different states. So it's kind of neat. Uh, the rest of the shows all get recorded on Sunday. I shouldn't say that. Three of the other shows get recorded on Sunday that we're going to talk about. But Toby from Cape Gunworks also does a Tuesday show. There is a girl who does a show in Massachusetts, and her name is Grace Curley. And on Tuesdays, she has a segment called 2A Tuesday. So since she's not an expert, she brings on Toby and for 45 minutes or is it 90 minutes? I forget now. I think it might be 90 minutes. No, it's 45 minutes. I think it's, I don't remember. So it's some amount of time. Toby will go live on Cape Gunworks YouTube channel usually and then broadcast his feed going out to the Grace Curley show. And it works out pretty good because people call in ask questions he answers them as quickly as possible and then the next one calls in and they try to get as many questions through a la rapid fire radio right so that works out pretty good this week they didn't post it they're probably against 2a or something so uh i had to go watch it over on rumble so i watched it on rumble and there's a link you can go watch it on rumble that's kind of neat and uh otherwise so yeah toby does his own show on wednesdays and then he joins in on this crease curly show on tuesdays so there's two opportunities to check out the cape gunworks now all the other ones are on sunday and it looks like i forgot to put in um eye on the target radio they were kind of a regular show this week nothing spectacular but that would be um amanda suffolk and her brother uh do the eye on the target radio at the same time as all these other shows on sunday at the same time gun owners radio oh so eye on the target is out of ohio at the same time gun owners radio goes live with their radio show uh, out of california and it's called gun owners radio uh, i also didn't mention that eye on the target does their radio show live straight to air i uh, gun owners radio does their radio show live on YouTube straight to air like they're they're streaming their live recording the next one we're going to talk about also streams their live recording of the radio show they all film their shows from studios and or create studios to record their shows and then stream straight to air the Cape Gunworks is the one that records theirs and then goes to air later but they're probably the most interactive the Cape Gunworks is the most interactive with theirs so the gun owners radio i've mentioned usually each week that you know they're interactive they watch the side chats on the youtube side but because they're having this radio show happening live they don't really interact with the comments 
So you get some opportunity to chat with them, but they're really just reading. But it's interesting to see a California-focused conversation. <clears throat> now, this week is going to be crazy because of the data release. Uh, next, we get a show that is out of Austin, Texas, and uh, this one, like Cape Gunworks, which is hosted by a gun shop. This one called Come and Talk It out of uh, Texas is also hosted by the owner of a gun shop who's also the host of the show, Michael Cargill. Yes, I'm going to attempt to get Toby and Michael Cargill on the same show just because. Why not? Um, but they uh, go live again recording their show on air and then stream it i don't i guess they have commented for the most part they don't pay too much attention to the live conversation but i don't think it's because they don't do it i think it's because there's not a lot of stuff happening not a lot of people watch this one quite a few people watch the california one a lot of people watch toby's so it's a factor of how many people show up is a factor of how much attention they're going to give it right so these shows happen concurrent. Well, the the Eye on the Target, Gun Owners Radio, and Come and Talk It all happen basically at 3 p.m. for me on Sunday. Um, I it's worth checking them all out. Uh, they were all pretty good ones. I have to go back and listen to Gun Owners Radio still. Uh, that one had Rhonda Mary and somebody else on that I missed because I was listening to three shows at the same time. So. Michael Cargill's show was talking about his bump stock lawsuit, that he's re reviving his bump stock, bump stock lawsuit. Um, so that's worth checking out. Both Come and Talk It and Gun Owners Radio and Cape Gunworks take the time to take excerpts from their radio shows and post it separately on their YouTube channels. All of them do it wrong by just dumping them on Monday after their shows over the weekend. So what they need to start doing, if they're listening to this right now, is scheduling those excerpts to be every other day at least, or every Tuesday, every Thursday, or something consistent and scheduled. Don't drop them all at the same time. That's bad technique for the logarithm. Just think about it. If you had three things to offer the world and you dropped them all down right now, it's just bad odds. If you were going to shoot at a deer, are you going to shoot three rounds right after each other? Or are you going to shoot once, aim again, shoot a second time, aim again? You know, better odds shooting three rounds with aimed. So it's that kind of thing. Don't put all your videos up at one time. That works for everybody. So next you see some lines here. We go to a next portion. Yeah, this is 2A and whatnot. Everything up to now has been massively 2A. This is a little less 2A, but it's also very much 2A. Most people are only going to sell you something. They're trying to tell you, sell you some new grip angle or some new red dot they got to have on your crap. Spoiler alert, you can shoot a gun without a red dot on it. It can happen. A lot of people have done it before. Old people can too. Uh, but these are military chats. If you haven't partaken in some of these military chats, then that's why you're not optimistic. The people who have existed and participated in the global war on terror, which has effectively been defunded, are now dissatisfied with the status quo and are not feeble. They are experienced, able, and focused. 
listening to these conversations will give you an awareness of the level of competency of the next generation. People that don't pay attention to this stuff, I think it, you can fall into the being frustrated and to the thinking that there's that everything's bad. Oh, that's what I was going to talk about earlier. Let me try to make a note for this. There, let me see if that's cryptic enough and if I'll remember. So just by saying that and looking at this dude from Nam, I can't tell you how many memories this show brought up. It was pretty awesome. So I'm going to star this thing and then try to remember to bring that up towards the end of the show as a special treat for people who listen through to the end of this show. I remembered what I was going to say at the beginning. So listening to the folks, well, this particular dude is from Nam. He's way older than me, but amazing interview. I mentioned it earlier in the show. Uh, I posted a link to his book in the comments out here. I will tag it. It's called The Dreaming Circus, Special Ops, LSD, and the Unlikely Path to Toltec Wisdom. Super, super cool interview with this guy that ended just right in the middle of like the beginning of Gizzard's show. It went a little bit long. Normally this show would run a couple of hours and end right at Gizzard's show. But uh, went a little bit long today, so I was listening to that through the beginning of Gizzard's show. But a cool interview. Definitely worth checking it out. Now, this one's a little bit uh, not what I'm talking about. And, in fact, this next guy also, um, a guy who is a little bit beyond the realm of what I'm talking about. Although, again, amazing interview. Um, if you've never heard of Dale Comstock before, uh, it's like the story of two or three gi joe character origin stories except he lived them and he's still kicking he's still doing stuff he's crazy cool and he's he talks about everything he's done and just again it's a refreshing way to to spend some time this is a two and a half hour interview uh definitely worth checking out dale has had interviews on lots of different people's channels and uh it's similar but you know he's had this he tells about the same stories people ask him about the same pieces but definitely worth listening to more than one uh interview from people especially when they're cool like dale to um kind of get the nuance between the difference or the here the the little pieces that are different between the interviews okay so these were some bad or worse examples but now you get to one from combat story a different podcast but one that i value a lot it's a really good format it's uh, usually less than an hour and they focus on uh, usually the actual combat experience and then a bit of their uh, rest of their kind of some insight on the person. Uh, while these others are longer format, they're live and they always talk, they start with origin story, where the person came from, how they grew up and what motivates them. And then they get into their accomplishments and their stories. So a little bit different to Ranger and uh, Green Bray talking and versus a guy who was an Apache pilot and CIA. So just completely different interview styles and uh, kind of project focus. But this is another, this is a better example of what I'm talking about as far as younger people with the global war on terror and their experiences now retired or at least out of the military and have a set of skills and are not satisfied with the status quo. And you think they're just going to sit around and be fooled or sit around and watch things happen. We've got a lot of resources on our side. Support those that are going to be able to take care of things. And there's going to be 
lots of opportunity. I've already seen some of them running for office. We see a lot of businesses being created that are successful, which means lots of money in circulation to support uh, projects. We see just an amazing amount of veterans supporting veterans, veterans supporting uh, injuries and uh, disorders and situations and uh, helping people to figure out when things are a result of uh, a disorder or the result of an injury as opposed to what whatever people would have discounted social or medical issues to you know back in the back in the day so we just have a much different um everything a uh, much different um experience for the veterans coming out and uh actually one of the things i should have posted about it, we'll be talking about it on the instagram show on sunday is ed calderon has is hanging out with angel from uh og pumpkin that's going to be epic so they've been hanging out for a while down in tijuana for the last few days kind of posting some things on instagram about their little ventures so that's going to be a cool conversation sounds like uh, ed's into his this is going to be his fourth uh podcast with og pumpkin all right so like i say if you're not following the the military ones you don't have to be military. I don't think you have to know nothing. I don't know nothing about anything since back in the 80s. And I'm still really enjoying these conversations. And again, I'm very enthusiastic and optimistic, partially because of uh, listening to these. That's why I include them into these this 2A wrap-up each week. All right, so another little line indicates we're getting into another section. So why don't we take a second, say hey to the people that are out there, like in a bunker sounds like gizzard show must be over because pat jumped over uh, g23 i think if i didn't say he's out there chris there's chris good evening Leslie's out there and then i think bending was also out here right on so um there's g23 talking about the every second matters is on tomorrow at 7 a.m our time so that means 10 p.m if you live in a metric time zone it'll be easy if you remember think of 10 millimeter you like millimeters over there, so think about 10 of them. It'll be 10 a.m. for the people out there, 7 a.m. for the people over here. Every Second Matters is an awareness campaign. In the end of 2013, uh, Obama had threatened to push 23 executive orders onto you know the country, and there would have been an atrocity. There would have been an act of a, an atrocious, a horrible murder of children at a school. And that happened just before Christmas. So if you can imagine something horrible like that happening just before Christmas at a time when, well, we won't get into it, but it happened just before Christmas. Be, be, by the middle of January, during SHOT Show, which happens usually the third week of January, second or third week of January, I honestly can't remember what it was back then. Um, the, during, I think it was the second day of SHOT Show, so it would have been a Wednesday, if I remember right, could have been Thursday. But uh, they kind of stopped everything on the floor. And this was back when Shacho was in the sands and it was just upstairs and downstairs. And it was easy enough to have these giant TVs and everybody could just look over and see them. They played the, the stupid announcement of these 23 executive orders while we're sitting there at Shacho. Everything got quiet and everybody kind of was like, gulp, you know, what's going to happen now? He's got everything. He's got the Congress. He's got the executive branch. There's no reason to believe the 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 Supreme Court's going to be able to do anything about this or care to even. So what are we going to see, you know? 
uh, NRA went in and met with people and everybody got concerned, you know, all the NRA haters, the people that sell marshmallows while they watch the NRA burn. Remember, they're selling marshmallows while they're watching it burn. Uh, you know, those people came out and that's the first time we saw them. That's when they first figured out they could sell marshmallows with uh, NRA uh, deciding to go talk to Obama and all these idiots. Now, is that the best move for them? I don't know. But that was in 2013. At the end of 2013, we had seen that those threats, that bravado, those uh, intentions were all pushed away. They couldn't do anything. Now, is it because the NRA went in and met with them? Well, nobody's going to submit to that because they're trying to sell you marshmallows to watch them burn. But we do know that by the end of 2013, the grassroots resistance was palatable. Everybody became Second Amendment advocates because we had to. It had been a time since, 2000, since 1994 that we had had to do anything like that. So by the end of 2013, it was cool. Like, you know, none of us had actually done anything in 94. We were all little kids in 94. You know, like our parents did all the stuff in 94 and they didn't really do nothing in 2013, maybe, you know, except help. But, you know, that was, this was a, uh, this generation, this internet generation's first successful resistance to tyranny. And it literally happened in front of everybody in one year, in the year 2013. It was the year that YouTube channels went from being little blips on the radar to making millions of dollars by the end of 2013 and definitely by the end of 2014 every youtuber you know has is either making millions of dollars or could have been like if they weren't that was their fault i mean i could have been too i didn't but uh this was a a time when we saw that no individual no organization no campaign did it it was just everybody standing up so uh, this was also a time when YouTube had offered this, this uh, basically what we have here nowadays called, well, whatever they call Zoom, you know, nowadays, or I don't know, whatever you're using. Back in the day, there was only Google Hangouts. That was the one mainstream facilitator of live group conversations or group meeting rooms or whatever you want to call this. You could get a bunch of people into a room, I think like 10 people or 12 people, and you could have a conversation. That conversation would be streamed live to a world that had high-speed internet that could actually understand the conversation and keep up with it. And then it would archive at the end. It would render into a video and be left on your YouTube channel for people to discover later. So that allowed us to have, uh, a, it allowed YouTube to evolve into a community instead of a video hosting platform alone. And this all happened, this was, had happened kind of relatively just before all the, all the resistance to the tyranny. So it's just a, it was just a, 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 you know, everything kind of happened at the right time in the right place. And we were all sitting around having these effective live, con did I just see a super chat come in? Holy shit. Thanks, Pat. I didn't even notice that until right now. So thank you very much. Pat just threw a super chat from Nebraska. Your money's good here. I appreciate that. Uh, thank you for what you do. Keep it up. I definitely will as long as I can. Like I say, we took a big hit in Patreons this month, but, you know, I'll keep wiggling. I'll do what I can do. I appreciate that. That five bucks will help. Um, so we decided as this group of people that were having active conversations daily. I don't think y'all even understand. 
you think right now that there's a lot of conversations and you go, what are you talking about, dude? A lot of conversations. Let me go over to a new little project we're working on, if, I, if you don't mind me sidetracking. I'm going to jump over to my browser and I'm opening up a thing where we hang out now. And one of the places that I set up on this thing where we hang out now is a place for the Gun Channels Network, which isn't what Gun Channels used to be. It's going to be what Gun Channels is next. But one of the things we have over there is... What was I going to put up here? Oh, no, I'm looking for... Yeah, this. And then I'm going to flip it over to month view. I'm attempting on this thing that I'm about to squish over to the entire screen here to post a schedule of all the live conversations that happen. So what we're looking at is a calendar with Sunday on the left and Saturday on the right. And somewhere between five, uh, two, I guess, on Monday and seven on other days. And this is just the podcasts that I follow that are focused on 2A that I have had time to put in here. There are more podcasts than this. And when you count things like CloverTech, who's scared to put do stuff on a regular basis, who I can't put in here, um, you know, there's other stuff that's happening that's uh, beyond this. So there's a lot, I guess what I'm trying to prove is there's a lot of conversations happening out there. I think I can send you this link. Let's see. Give me some feedback if you can see this link, even if you're not invited to my little business over here. So even though you might think, wow, that's a lot of conversations, that ain't nothing because, you know, where quirking comes from, because there would be so many conversations back in the day that we were piling them on top of each other. And I mean, that's happening today. I'm not paying attention to some of the reloading chats in here. And then there's whole other just conversation chats, like people that just get together and shoot the shit. All of those things were happening back in the day for sure. So um, that's what was happening. We had a lot of people in these conversations and we kind of got together in the Every Second Matters chats. It wasn't really anybody's particular chat either. I mean, uh, there was a couple of people that hosted larger rooms like that people would hang out in and have a larger audience, I guess. Uh, one bad Marine was probably one of them. And it was in one of his chats that I think it first started. Somebody's going to remember better than me anymore. But uh, for the most part, it would start in a chat and then it kind of evolved from there. We started saying, hey, let's let's turn this into something. So every second matters is this concept that evolved from an era where we first experienced what the Internet could do and what grassroots activism could do together like that chocolate and that peanut butter got squished together for the first time in front of us everybody that didn't have a peanut allergy sorry smeggy uh everybody that didn't have a peanut allergy took a bite of that deliciousness and we were like we can't let this slip away we can't let this be some kind of seasonal garbage that we only get to look at once in a while or tell our grandchildren about how it used to be so how do we keep this amazing chocolate and peanut butter of activism and awareness together and, you know, fresh so that when we need it, we got that chocolate and peanut butter, that delicious freedom and Second Amendment awareness when we need it. And it's good. Like, it's not just old tarnished, junky white chocolate, how, you know, it gets all crusty and white on it, but like, you know, fresh, delicious chocolate. Well, we figured when it eventually turned into why don't we get together once a month and do something about it. And then we said, when? We said, how about 
the second day of the month for the Second Amendment. And now it is, well, since 2013, so it's this many years later. Is it nine years later? And some people do things and some people do other things. And G23 is going to, uh, he's saying he can see the calendar right on things. Um, G23 is going to host a chat in the morning at 10 a.m. Uh, I'll be hosting one later in the day. I forget what time, whenever I scheduled it for. And anybody else who wants to do something, we eventually, the, the, when, when it was created, uh, Every Second Matters was created to be uh, based on an open membership type of thing. Like if you wanted to be Every Second Matters, then yeah, you're Every Second Matters. There's nothing to join. There's no presidents or anything. The tradition is to do something on the second to create awareness for our Second Amendment. I mean, in a positive way, obviously. So some people do things. Some people have conversations. I try to host conversations. Some people had conversations where they'd say what they did last month. That was really popular for a long time. Uh, people would have, I like to have conversations where I try to bring activists together to give them a chance to say, hey, I've been to a lot of gun rights policy conferences. And one of the best parts about that experience is an evening get togethers where there's no more agenda. And it's just people getting to say hello for the first time, catch up after not seeing each other for a while, or start introducing people to each other and all the different, you know, permutations of that. So what I'm trying to do with it is bring people together to uh, be more aware of them, each other, their projects, their skills, and what they need. So ideally, you know, we don't need a Bloomberg. What we would ideally have is just efficiency, awareness and efficiency. We can educate all those people in the middle by having effective awareness, not just education, just awareness. Like, leave us alone. We're just gun owners. Our, there's 19 million AR-15s. If they were a problem, you'd know it. And not in an aggressive way, but in a practical way. Like, they're literally, if they were a problem, you would know it. And there's lots of ways to get that message across. And if we can work with the skills and abilities that we each have, the resources that we have, and the uh, time and the... Uh, using the internet as the uh, facilitator or the dissemination of that or the help distribute that, I guess, then we win. So it's just a, that my goal in Every Second Matters, in the last, or at least since 2015, has been to, to create an opportunity for that. So if you want to do something in Every Second Matters, go for it. Do something you know, positive to create awareness. All right, with that being said, I do have to do another commercial because I want to drink something. It's a lot of talking. We're just about at the hour mark, so this might go a little bit longer than an hour, I guess, but we're also getting towards the end of the list here. I've made you listen to two of my commercials before, so why don't we talk about, uh, or I'll give you a quick commercial here for the project that I do on Saturdays where I bring Clover and Clover Tack and uh, Tony Simon I invite them uh, to join me to answer gun questions. AskGunQuestions.com is a website that we built back in 2007. And since then, for the last 15 years, people have been able to ask questions of simple to advanced nature, and we attempt to answer them in different ways over the years. Join us now as we start a new series to answer gun questions. And if you join us tomorrow, even though it's Every Second Matters, uh, tomorrow we'll be talking about uh, gun shop etiquette. 
tips and tricks for hanging out at a gun shop. I've hung out at a couple of gun shops. Clover pretty much lives at a gun shop, and I'm sure Tony's been to a couple of gun shops before. So that's what we're going to chat about tomorrow. Bring your cues, and we'll A them. You can go to askgunquestions.com, a website that I bought a little bit, uh, I think in 2007. Is that what I said? 2004? I don't remember. 2007. I bought a bunch of websites because why not? Like, I didn't want people to just have access to these. I was scared that uh, some antis would grab them. So if I got something called askgunquestions.com, we might as well use it. So since 2007, there's been a forum on there. People can ask the questions. We've had forums. We've had the YouTube videos. We've had the live streams. And now this specific show that gets uh, distributed as a podcast uh, just to answer those questions. And they've, you know, we've got hundreds and hundreds, maybe thousands of them at this point, or at least over a thousand. And uh, yeah, we attempt to answer them. I don't know. Maybe we get a couple of three to 10 in each week. So with that, uh, we'll keep digging in. Thanks for the feedback on the new system over there. And the, you know, feel free to use that calendar. We have guncalendars.com. I'll try to integrate them together if I can, but otherwise feel free to use either one of those when you're uh, attempting to let people know about, you know, uh, live shows. Um, I can't be a hundred percent current on a schedule because you know people are people and life happens so sometimes people shows get moved around or canceled but we can definitely let people know what the ideal schedule would be uh, for the different lives things that are out there all right with that said let's dig into some of the stuff that we posted from our own channels this last week uh, we started including that here in the weekly wrap-up so that people who dig this show since we post this one more than we post the other stuff let you know some of the other stuff we posted. So earlier in the week on Monday, uh, our Monday Daily Gun Show, we like to do motivation and inspiration for 2A activists. And in that light, we bring on people to interview whenever we can, uh, activists. And then this week we had Sharon from Washington, who is an activist, I would say behind the scenes. She's not one of the people that gets up and uh, does videos every five minutes or doing selfies and all that kind of stuff, but uh, supporting and being um, in, instrumental in the infrastructure, I guess you'd say, of uh, some of the fights that have been happening in Washington State. Uh, and that Foss, who does the uh, Mouse Party, and he hosts an overnight show every once in a while, every other weekend, uh, has had Sharon on for long format discussions focused on 2A typically on Washington state, but obviously things that apply in one state often either can be uh, like a preventative measure on other states or, you know, it apply in a different way or just in a different layer on other states. So really interesting conversations. And when I have people on my interview shows, especially for the first time on my show, I like to tell them I consider it their second interview or their part two. Uh, most people, especially Second Amendment activists that get invited to have a segment or a portion of a, or, you know, be a guest on somebody else's show, they'll usually get like 10 minutes or 15 minutes, if they're lucky, a half an hour to actually say anything. And more than likely, they're responding with their expertise or their position on news of the day or whatever the topic of their show is. So I am always frustrated that we don't get to hear from the activists about what the activists want to talk about. So I try to let people know when they're going to be on one of my shows, 
to interview to, as, as to be interviewed that I'm going to ask them for maybe 10 minutes to give us a little bit of who and what they are but then to let us or who they are and what they do I should say but then take a chunk of the show as much time as they want to talk about the why why it is they do what they do and what they hope to accomplish anything I, I leave it open ended talk about the why and then uh finally to wrap up the show talk about the how so with Sharon she does her why is impressive she has a lot of good reasons to do what she does and she shared them well eloquently and then her how she's like way more tech savvy than me than a lot of people I know so uh, her how is one of the reasons we're using the fancy new system over there is because she you know was able to give us some insight on that uh, effective tool for for collaboration and for distribution of information so uh, great great conversation I'm sure it was a little bit uh, tangents and wordy but uh, stay tuned for more Sharon is winding down her advocacy but not her interest in Second Amendment issues and since I'm not really focused on what's urgent or news of the day as much as what's important and what we can do to keep moving and keep the evolution of our conversation going. Uh, she'll be joining us uh, on Mondays. Uh, and we're looking like the last Monday of the month or maybe this third Monday of the month, something like that on a regular basis to just kind of chat and not necessarily talk about news of the day, but to facilitate some of my projects, which are to uh, offer skills and resources to Second Amendment advocates and then once that project is finished to start to hack 2A, to create logarithms and systems that we can hand down to the generations to uh, combat uh, the anti-aggressiveness on a, on a, uh, on a uh, scientific basis. Is that the way to say it? Like using some, some attention to the big picture and some uh, some, uh, well, some creative thinking to think outside the box and uh, quit playing the little back and forth games that we've had to be subjected to for a long time. So we're looking forward to some some real movement on that on future Monday shows. So if you're interested at all on that, uh, stay tuned. You can go find interviews with Sharon in the description of this video with Walk the Talk America and with Riding Shotgun with Charlie. And I'd recommend checking out those because uh, while you can't really have a scripted conversation with Sharon, uh, she likes to to elaborate on the on the subjects that's interesting and uh, you don't want to stop her because she brings up really interesting points that most people she thinks of things from outside the box and since most people are talking from the inside of the box and describing you know the wallpaper it's really interesting to hear the perspective of somebody who's given you the uh, you know the description of the building you're in from a drone perspective outside or from the bird's eye perspective outside we don't get enough of that in the community so uh, with that, we're going to go on to the Tuesday show this week was uh, it's always two a Tuesday, but each week the live people that show up live to the podcast decide which state we're going to check out. So two weeks ago, they chose Arizona. Uh, that's a big one because I live here and there's a lot of stuff that happened here and I happen to know about a lot of it because I'm here. Right. So that was a long show. But uh, they also, the people that showed up live on Tuesday, picked Idaho. So next Tuesday will be Idaho. If you want to choose the future of the Tuesday show, show up on Tuesday live and vote. Um, also, we asked the people to vote on 
the activists that we'll talk about. We like to talk about an activist every Tuesday and a gun owners rights group. So instead of asking the live people to do that, I started setting it up as a poll. So if you go over to the Daily Gun Show channel, or if you're listening on the Daily Gun Show channel, uh, just pay attention to the community tab, I guess. And I've scheduled some posts over there that will uh, let people still use the poll, but we'll have an official poll that happen on the channel and not have to wait for the video. So we'll be able to let more people vote on uh, future episodes kind of thing. So let us know how that goes. Again, feedback is always appreciated. So we know what's worth spending time on is after all, it's time provided by our Patreons. Let's take a second to say thanks again to the people. There's literally like 140 something people at this point that make it possible for me to do this, like spend time putting all this stuff together uh, in between times when doing the other stuff, selling stuff on eBay and uh, well, occasionally selling something from the store. So we really do appreciate the people who allow us to take the time to do this stuff. All right. Chris is saying, heading to bed. Appreciate everything. Just ordered a couple of things. Oh, snap. Thanks, man. Uh, so I didn't get a ding. What's wrong with my phone over here? Sometimes it takes a while, I guess. Or I have my phone tuned down or something. But anyway, appreciate that. Thank you very much. It is uh, a holiday weekend. So what we're going to be doing is having some fun this weekend and every order is going to get in on something. So maybe later on in the, in the weekend on Monday or something, uh, we'll do something for everybody that's ordered this week. So thanks again. Do appreciate it. That is probably it right now. Awesome. So when you order something from the store, I guess there's a little bit of lag, but it will make a little noise. We've harnessed technology to make my phone robot tell me whenever somebody buys something. All right, getting back to the wrap-up, we uh, do a tactical quiz every Wednesday. This Wednesday, we had two topics for the quiz, modern gun trivia and a Kalashnikov quiz. And I don't know why, but the people that showed up live, and I guess those people that have watched it after the fact, uh, got to experience one of my friends here in Tucson. Um, I mean, it doesn't really, he doesn't really, our friendship doesn't predate the gun stuff, or the YouTube, it definitely predates YouTube, but it doesn't predate doing stuff online. But I wouldn't be doing stuff online about Kalashnikovs unless I knew these guys. So I was in a club that was around for a while, and the club existed before the internet. I came along because I liked bayonets and started bugging everybody in Arizona about bayonets until somebody said, shut up, leave me alone, go talk to this guy. And that guy was Joe. And then I learned about this club. I got in the club because of my awesome bayonet collection and then a whole nother level, right? Um, and that's when I started sharing stuff. And anyway, I started doing the website for the club and stuff and then started doing way more stuff with uh, sharing Clash. I mean, I started to learn more stuff about Kalashnikovs. Just really, really cool. So you guys had an opportunity, whoever was listening to the show, to hang out in a live chat with a dude who shook, a dude who has shook Mikhail Kalashnikov's hand more than once. Like he's visited Russia more than once. The guys in the club would go visit Mikhail Kalashnikov quite a bit. Uh, Kalashnikov kind of thought it was cool that there was people in this country that, you know, were fanboys, you could say. Back in the day, it wasn't called that, but, you know, were fans of his. Uh, they brought him an Arizona license plate that said AK-47 on it. That's what I'm talking about. Um, so a dude that gave 
Mikhail Kalashnikov, not some like poser, whatever. The dude who invented the AK-47 was given an Arizona license plate, and that dude was in our chat on Wednesday. So he doesn't usually come around to my YouTube stuff ever, so it was kind of cool. Um, and he probably got most of those questions right. But, uh, yeah, we had a fun quiz. Uh, we also feature a movie each week and a book. So if you're interested in gun books and movies or you'd like to suggest one, uh, let us know again in the comments. Let us know somewhere. We've got lots of places you can contact us. And, uh, you know, the goal on Wednesdays is to have some fun, talk about guns and Second Amendment in pop culture. Well, let's see. Then we had a thing show up over here on Patreon. Uh, you can kind of see if you're looking at the screen, you get these little messages. So I come into Patreon one morning and clink, clink, dink. I get a little message. Was this, I forget what morning it was, Monday morning? And I wasn't expecting it. And uh, CG, I think, was saying, hey, uh, this happened in California overnight. It wasn't Monday. It happened overnight. So it was Thursday morning? I don't remember now. It could have been Thursday. Whenever it was. You know, I woke up ding 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 i'm like what i look around and nobody had posted a video about it so i went live and it was only 17 minute video but it that's the first time obviously that i had heard about it it happened at 9 30 the night before i got the message you know, like 7 a.m in the morning and uh you know that's like 10 o'clock on the east coast like everybody's awake by then they just didn't care about california i guess but uh yeah, 500,000. So basically, we went online, we looked at the forum, the calguns.net, which is a giant forum in California that keeps the seven, well, it's an opportunity for the seven million gun owners in California. I think I heard once that there's a million people on the forum. Uh, if that's the case, one out of seven gun owners approximately in California use this forum. However, if there's a million people on the forum, what's the percentage that are not in California, right? Like probably 20%. So some number of the gun owners in California, you know, pay attention on this forum. And it's definitely the largest, might be the largest forum, but it's definitely the largest thing in California. So I went to the thread there. I went live and kind of looked to discover the information, you know, as I was discovering it live. And sure enough, the Department of Justice in California had released the uh, information, the personal private data for the people that own firearms, the people that had bought firearms, uh, and well, the CCWs, but then anybody who applied for a CCW and then in California, you have to fill out a thing to purchase and all of that information was in there. So I think it's 10 years worth of people that had purchased and then 10 years worth of these CCWs. And I think there was a third thing of information, but I just don't know what that was. But each of these things, the, the CCW permit information and the purchase per information, the gun purchase information had all kinds of personal information from date of births to addresses to dates and models of the guns like there's um crs guy crs firearms did a video where he's sort of sarcastically talking about the ways that people could abuse the information and it's pretty scary i mean you can probably think about you know just how horrible it would be to have that kind of data out there so obviously people are dealing with that and people are going to deal with that in different ways it's not the first time data has been released, so don't be surprised that it gets sweeped under the rug on the national level. It doesn't ease any of the pain or responsibility for California or the pain to the individuals affected in California. 
But again, I'm, as I mentioned in the beginning of this whole thing, the strategy is that it, it seems to be that the antis don't have a winning position. So they're attempting to not just throw everything they can, but constantly throw things. So we're never going to see this end until we're capable and able to resist, like, you know, what's the way, like, you know, it's in such a way that they figure it's not worth doing it anymore. So we have to be resilient. We have to stand, ideally stand with our friends in California, although I know that's a big thing to ask when we also need to stand with our friends in the other states, New Jersey, Massachusetts, Connecticut, Rhode Island, New Hampshire, uh, probably missing some, Maine, Florida, Washington, sorry about all you people, and Oregon to some extent, and Nevada. I mean, there's states that are having it bad. Oh, I guess I forgot Illinois in the middle of all that, Wisconsin. You know, they got cheese, but they don't have it all good over there. Anyway, so there's also good. This is the 4th of July. I don't want to get all mopey, but uh, that was something that happened. And again, let's not forget that uh, with every bad thing that happens, we live in 2022. We got an internet. We can hang out with the people that we want to online. We choose to have the coolest friends we want. Uh, we have things available to us with a phone call and a couple of button swipes. We hold little magic pieces of glass and plastic in our hands that Star Trek couldn't even dream about. And uh, unless you look at that little piece of plastic and tell it to focus on the bullshit, then you don't even have to look at bullshit. There are entire piles of people out there that don't even know there's bad things happening. And, you know, certain people are exploiting that. But you can also just remember that we live in one of the best times, probably the best time there's ever been to exist on this planet. We don't know what it's like in the future, but if you're still one of them doom and gloomers, then enjoy the freaking time that we got right now. I don't think it's going to get worse. People that are doom and gloomers don't even know about vertical gardening or the potential of space exploration or uh, building uh, new land into the oceans and stuff on a massive level. So people aren't paying attention to lots of options, think there's overpopulation. So this is a time of the year to, to celebrate the uh, birthday of our country, which is an awesome country that leads the way. And you don't lead the way by moping and complaining about every little crack or every little piece of dirt on everything when you're standing next to a skyscraper of innovation and freedom. That being said, we're going to move on to a project that I was able to do this week, thanks to our Patreons. Uh, I don't do, get to do giant projects, but I do get to spend maybe a couple of hours, I think, probably three hours altogether on this one. I wanted to update the 2A radio portion of Minuteman University. I'll flip over there since we are online, I guess. Um, and hey, thanks to my shitty internet. I'm missing a knock on wood as I say, my internet's been doing good, right? Like, am I crazy or is my internet not doing bad? I shouldn't be jinxing it, but ever since I gave back my new internet, I got rid of the iMobile or whatever it was called, uh, told them it was broke and they took it back. Um, I never even hardly used it because this one's just been good. Uh, but that being said, uh, the portion of Minuteman University that deals with resources has a section, <clears throat> a section for the gun rights lobby that is called radio show hosts. And I try to do cartoons of the individuals. I try to mention the shows and I try to include the spectrum of what we've got going on, like I mentioned earlier, with radio shows, right? They, for a lot of reasons that I mentioned earlier, radio shows give us a lot of reach and... Well, there's a lot of facets to it, 
Uh, so I've included them in the in the project overall, but uh, I barely included them because I don't I didn't listen to very many of them. Now I regularly listen to Gun Freedom Radio. I have listened to Charles and Liberty Watch Radio. I don't know, like since two thousand and four or something. Um, Rapid Fire Radio. I've been listening to on the regular for about a month or so now. Uh, Eye on the Target. I listen to you know whenever I can or I'm around on Sundays. Uh, Arms Room Radio, I have never actually listened to, but I see Mike on a lot of podcasts and stuff. The Gun Owners Radio, uh, I've been listening to now for maybe a couple of weeks, and I dig it. Come and Talk It was posted on gun channels for years, and we all enjoyed listening to that show. A uh, gun show, a radio show from a gun shop is just on another level. Like, it's just cooler than a regular gun show. All right, had a coughing fit. Um and then the big ones, Cam and Company and the uh, Mark Walters guy and Gun Talk, I never listened to. I know I've heard of them, and every once in a while somebody would post a link to a specific segment, but they talk about grip angles and red dots, and I'm not interested in that stuff. So they, they never really talked about 2A as much as these other shows that are focused on 2A. But uh, I had them you know, kind of in here, but I didn't have much in here. So what I did is uh, this week I added a cartoon for Rob, Amanda's brother, and for Toby, and for I changed Cheryl's shirt so that she matches Dan. And then I had everybody else's cartoon, but what I didn't have is everybody assembled in the page of the book that I'm putting together for all this. And when I put them all together in the book, that allowed me to make this image, and that allowed me to put this image on this page of Minuteman University. So you're looking at an abbreviated version of what's going to be in the book whenever I have enough time to finish the book, right? So also, uh, along with the graphic, which basically what we've been describing here is a graphic that has the cartoons that I've drawn of the different hosts that we're talking about, along with their show logo, their names, and then uh, the little state logos I came up with to describe which state everybody's from. So we've got radio shows coming out of Arizona, which are the best ones, Massachusetts, which are pretty good, Ohio, Florida, California, Texas, uh, Louisiana, and Virginia, and Georgia. So pretty decent selection there. And I'm sure I'm missing some. So if I'm missing stuff, let me know. I'm not going to listen to everything I can, you know, out there if I, if I listen to what I can. Uh, so what we did in addition to putting the graphic together is try to come up with a link and a time slot for everybody. So that Grace Curley show, I didn't put her on here because she's just a political show, but she does, you know, a segment every Tuesday called 2A Tuesday. And that since how uh, Toby is doing it, I put the link here to Cape Gunworks and the, the her show. But uh you know, I hesitated to put her up here as a two-way radio host, and she's just regular radio host. But whatever. Then we got the Rapid Fire Radio Show. I described, talked about that one earlier. That happens Wednesday at 3 p.m. You got Come and Talk It out of Boston, Sunday at 5 p.m. The Gun Owners Radio, also Sunday at 5 p.m. These are your Eastern metric times, by the way. You've got Eye on the Target. Uh, I put it down for 6 p.m., but I'm actually not sure if she's at 5 or 6 p.m. And then Gun Freedom Radio. I'm putting it in here because they... Cheryl and Dan started out on radio, even though they're not technically on radio anymore. So they don't really have a time slot. And then Cam and Company, I think he's daily. And then Armed American Radio is not on YouTube. What's up with that? He must be on like one of these people that's on like uh, Ops Lens or Rumble or Truth Social or something like that. I don't know. 
So I put the links to the ones I could and the time slots for what I know, and then shared this all around. Again, the reason I've got social platforms out there, let's go look how many. I mean, there's no way to count them, but if you click on this link, these are pretty much all just different social platforms. The ones at the top are the ones people use more than others. But, you know, I've got a, and a couple of them are blockchain. I really enjoy the blockchain social platforms. That's the next internet. So getting on there and using them is like, you know, being the first people to use the car, being the first people to use a motorcycle. I don't know, being the first people to do cool shit. So I like those. And then some of the others are just, like I say, where you're, I don't know, the Republicans all went over here, all the preppers went over there, all the reloaders went over here, all the competition shooters went over there. So, you know, it's hard to keep up with who went where, but posting the stuff on all the platforms kind of covers the bases. So again, the idea is to take the information, accumulate it in one place, but then get it out there so that people can use it. And if we can let people know about some of these shows, and give him an idea like i didn't know that arms room radio has a link where i can go listen to his show because he's not posting it on youtube you know i'm kind of youtube person i hang out on youtube so the idea is to kind of share this so that people are aware of it and to make that resource available to as many places as possible uh, so that being said uh this stuff is here we've got the schedule i just showed you from whatever that new place is called so anybody that might happen to find that but then additionally, we've got the calendar, um, guncalendars.com. I'm looking for that in my list of links over here. And when you go to gun calendars, you know, we're going to have uh, links to the podcast schedules and stuff over here too. So that uh, on as many of our own platforms as possible, like places that we own, like, you know, the websites that we have. Uh, but also just so that when people are somewhere and they're looking for something, hopefully if we put it in enough places, they it's, it's available for them. You know, they don't have to find our one place. If we can put it in 16 places, hopefully they'll find it or somebody will find it and get it out in front of them. A lot of people will hork pictures like this and put them on Pinterest or hork them and put them on Instagram. So, you know, part of this is to get the information out there. So, again, thanks to our Patreons that give me, you know, the the audacity to decide to spend a couple of hours on something like that this week. One of the other projects that we'll do over the weekend is check out Instagram. So I'm a big fan of the Instagram thing, even though it is stupid Facebook, the picture focused, very fast, you know, easy to get information across, easy to browse. I just really dig the Instagram. Uh, for the most part, the people over there are pretty good, or at least the people in the realm that I'm in. Oh, look, I was talking about how good this internet is, and it just went down. So I guess taking back everything I said about the internet. So now I'm getting bad internet. Um, so I'm going to go live on Sunday. We'll talk about Instagram. If you want to check out what that's all about, I spent two hours doing it on Sunday. So I might ramble a little bit, but I also save a lot of pictures. So what I do is the same way that we're looking at different videos that were watched throughout the week, because I did watch all these videos as I was working on projects and stuff um, and selling stuff on eBay, right? And fulfilling orders. There were some orders last week at the store. Thanks for that. And, uh, you know, as I'm listening to that stuff or I'm listening to the stuff as I'm packing up those orders or doing projects and stuff. And uh, that's what we're talking about here on the Sundays, I will do the same concept, but on the Instagram posts. And it's an excuse for me to be able to uh, brag about a bunch of different Instagram pages that are awesome. And 
the information on Instagram is just a lot faster. So if YouTube is a bunch of rifles and shotguns, Instagram is a bunch of pistols. Maybe that's the way to say it. So YouTube is all right. It's not bad. I mean, it's rifles and shotguns. You know, you got ARs over here. There might be a couple of AR pistols, right? It's, but it's mostly rifles over here. You go over to Instagram and it's mostly pistols or whatever. I just said that, right? It's mostly rifles over here. It's mostly pistols over there. Let me, let me know if that's a good way to describe it or not. But, you know, Instagram's a lot faster. It's the same stuff, but it's just a little quicker. And uh, it's just neat because you'll see people like Gizzard, who's on both. Uh, G, well, sorry, G23. Was bad. I'm sorry to hit a sore spot there. Woods is on both. Chris is on both. And when you see how people spend their effort on YouTube versus how they spend it on Instagram, it, I think that kind of explains a little bit uh, my interest in the Instagram because you just get like a little different... It's like the elevator speech of everything, and it's pretty neat. It's pretty effective sometimes. All right. With that being said, we're done. That's the end of the uh, blog over here. There was definitely more to add. In fact, some of these things uh, I added uh, just uh, this one about 2A Aftershock happened like three hours ago. Or no, we're not. An hour after I posted this whole thing. And then there was a second one that came in after... I post, oh, the one with uh, What's-His-Face. This one I was literally listening to until Gizzard went live. But this is a good one. Uh, if you want to do an after chat, give me some kind of indication that you're interested. Otherwise, uh, I might just hit the sack because we do have a, every second matters in the morning. On the other hand, uh, if people wanted to have an after chat, this is the opportunity to have one. Let's head back over to the YouTube channel and see what kind of votes we got about the poll, about uh, this week in 2A. So the question was, how was this week for 2A? Was it great, good, okay, or whatever? And I just closed everything without looking, but it seems like the, uh, is it ever gonna show me the results? What happened here? Wow. Wow, look at that. It took my results and it won't give them to me. Seriously? Oh, there they are. So 22 votes came in. 72% said great week for 2A, 22% said good week, and only 4% said okay week. Now, I don't really think that's fair because I don't think too many pessimists watch my show. They get all upset. You know, it feels like a vampire licking garlic for, an, for a pessimist to watch my show because I refuse to look down and suggest that everything is made out of dirt because I know how to look up and realize that there's a tomorrow and that if a hundred, if a thing happens a hundred times, then it's probably going to happen a hundred more times. That if things happens a hundred times, we're not going to expect something totally different tomorrow out of nowhere. But anyway, that gave me something to do while I was typing over here. So we record the poll. I don't even know why. I don't think there's any reason to do that, but I like doing it. Also, because I don't think anybody else edits their own videos while they're live. And I feel like a big man whenever I do that. And nobody else does it. Let's see. Yeah, right on. Thanks for the poke also, over there. I don't think anybody else edits their own videos while they're live. Oh, snap. That was a double challenge. So thanks for the poke over here, G23, because I do have a starred comment earlier. So I had mentioned trust the news. So here's my thing, my rant. I came up with this while I was walking the dog and listening to the end of Gizzard's show later or earlier. Um, the people that listen to the news 
are the ones who are looking at the ground all the time and saying everything's made out of dirt. Everything's all dirty. Everything's all wet. Everything's all whatever. They never look up and never go, oh, the sun's out and everything's going to dry out and then it'll just be dirt again. It won't be mud. But uh, anyway, the people that are getting all this naysaying and the blah, 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 where are they getting their data? Are they going out and researching? Are they doing independent stuff? Are they calling up uh, scientists on the phone and saying, hey, we got a long-standing relationship with a, you know, some kind of scientific uh, relationship here. Can you give me the real deal on what the results of your polls are, or your results of your science is or whatever? Hey, politician, you know, we know each other really well. Give me the real deal and I'm going to make my own decision. I don't think so. I think they're getting their information from the news, right? From people who have an agenda and they're deciding what to listen to, or they're deciding to let the AIs decide for them. But I don't think too many people are deliberately logging out of their social platforms and watching uh, streams that aren't tailored to their you know, criteria, whatever their data they're forfeiting to the thing. I know that most people don't even know how much data they're forfeiting to the systems. So when you intentionally or allow intentional stuff to be provided to you, if you intentionally look for doom and gloom, or allow the doom and gloom to be provided to you, then that's not unbiased, right? That's not that's not um, that's not research. That is what's the word for that? Like that is just confirmation bias or something. So that's my my little insight was that if the people that are always doom and gloom are getting their info from the news, they're usually the same ones that suggest the news is horrible and the news is out to get us. The news is responsible for all this. The news is culpable or the news is, you know, in it with them, you know, right? So if that's the case, why are they getting all their information from that one same place that they know is out to get them, that they know is sending them bad data, that they know has different interests at heart? And, uh, you know, I guess the reply would be something like, well, I'd check a different flavor. Like that flavor is bad, but this flavor is good. We all know that they're both the salty treat they're both this the sugary snack that's bad for your you know the mammal body that you're putting it in so that's my insight there that yeah i think that uh there's got to be some way to develop that concept that uh if you're so concerned about how bad everything is then have you questioned the person who's delivering you that perception because i'll counter it i see more and more veterans helping themselves, which is a phenomenon that's never helped, that's never happened before. We have veterans that are coming back, understanding the damage that's been done to their bodies and their heads, and that's never happened before. And once you're able to understand the damage that's been done, you don't need to spiral out. You don't need to be unaware. You don't need to be apprehensive or in in enable to reach help you don't go on the streets and be homeless you don't become a suicide number as often when there's infrastructure and that's just one aspect of it uh, with the stress of the last couple of years there's been interest and strides made for infrastructure in lots of different ways and there's plenty of potential we've got lots of players in the field in our field that are more and more aware of the potential. We've got a bunch of money that's potentially going to be smeared around uh, for mental health and for other non, well, uh, for, for efforts that don't go after our property. So while we still have concerns and we still have issues to deal with, 
we have those issues to deal with in 2022 with more players in the game, with more capable entities on our side, more research, more reference, more, more wins, more reference to data that justifies our positions and adversaries who are in the weakest position they've ever been in. So we're living in pretty decent times. It's not completely free, but who would not be suspect if it was just Star Trek? It would be fake if it was Star Trek. We would know we'd be living in some kind of a, it's an, you know, in some kind of a simulation if everything was like the 1950s TV shows. All right. With that being said, I'm sick of talking. We're about two hours in, so I guess I went a bit long, but that's what happens. I switched it to midnights. We used to do this show earlier in the day, and then I kept missing that Team House show that I like to listen to live, and I would miss. I'd have to get after corked by Gizzard, and it was always really creepy. So uh, going to midnight lets us be consistent and do our shows at midnight and gives me time to just stretch out and relax out here. So I never heard back about doing an after chat, so I won't bother putting a link out there. If you know where to get one, you know where to get one. Uh, and you know what that means, wink, wink. If you don't, you might have to figure it out. Uh, if you're listening to this live, I appreciate it. I definitely appreciate the people that uh, commented and made uh, themselves known out there. Not as much as I appreciate Pat, who gave me five freaking bucks. So thank you for that. And however much Chris grabbed something over at the store, so thanks for that. It's literally how I stay in business. We lost a bunch of Patreons this, this month. It's frustrating, but I can understand it. It's, uh, fresh, it's tough times for people. Gas is insane. But uh, we're going to be selling a bunch of stuff on the Ebays, selling a bunch of stuff up at the Pot of Gold auctions, hopefully staying in business so we can continue to do what we're doing. If you would like to buy us a cup of coffee, if a thousand people bought us a cup of coffee, holy moly, I wouldn't even know what to do with that. But uh, that would be many, many times more income than we've ever done with this project before. So if everyone, if you're even considering it, head over to Patreon, check it out. My recommendation is to take 20 bucks. Give us five. <clears throat> That's a cup of coffee or whatever you want to say, some five bucks for the dog or whatever. Give us five bucks. Take the rest of that 20 bucks. And go check out some of the other projects that are out there. We'll be doing a series soon that will uh, recommend some of the channels and some of the projects that we suggest you check out over on Patreon. So take that 20 bucks, which is basically a subscription to a Disney or a, you know buying a sandwich somewhere and a drink. And then uh, throw that 20 bucks at Patreon. You're going to become a venture capitalist. You'll be investing in the content that you appreciate. Whether that's videos, like a lot of people do. There's people that write comic books over there. I cannot wait to get on my feet financially to where we can do a 2A comic. Why isn't there a 2A dig, uh, um, graphic novel? Why? Because I haven't had time to do it. I've attempted to do it like five times, but I just don't have the ability. But uh, there's other people over there doing cartoons, doing graphics, doing... Um, fiction, doing that kind of creative work. There's people doing comedy. I think that one guy who does not all that 2A does some kind of comedy with guns, right? So there's comedy stuff you can support over there. There's drama and acting and that kind of stuff. I, mean, I know there's people that make models and do like interesting stuff with um, stop, stop action, whatever that's called, stop motion, uh, different kind of animations and things like that. So there's all kinds of creative stuff over there if guns ain't your only passion. But if you're into guns, like, come on, there's trainers over there. 
There's valid Second Amendment activists over there who I'll be recommending. There's individuals, you know, like the glue, the mortar between the bricks, the like glue that holds the entities together, you know, the people like G23 and uh, Clover and others who won't consider themselves activists, even though they're literally activists. Those folks have kind of projects over there. And if we had a thousand people drop in 20 bucks on, on Patreon, that would be $20,000 on Patreon for Second Amendment. And again, if you're if I'm crazy and you drop 20 bucks on Patreon for five months, that'll be $100. Come back and let me know that I'm crazy and it was the worst $100 you ever spent. I have not had anybody come back and say it's the best $100 I ever spent. But I've had anybody else say, I never literally had anybody say that they had a problem with it either. So I encourage you to check it out. We're capitalists. Uh, I don't like the idea of having to depend on hobbyists for our Second Amendment activism. Right now we have the DC Project, which is 50 ladies who on their own dime and their own time do everything they're doing. And they literally, at least in my opinion, have changed the playing field and given us the situation we've got this time where we don't have the 23 executive actions times two. Instead, we have the 23 executive actions light. Like we had had nothing compared to what they could have done if they were competent, but they're incompetent and they know that they've got no legs to stand on because of the work that the DC project and other people have done over the last seven years. But again, all the people that have done that, except for the three-letter organizations who do employ a couple of people, uh, there's very few people that are full-time working for the defense of what we write, you know, our rights. So uh, I think that the Patreon project, given people like Tony Simon, people like me, people like uh, gun shops out there, there's a couple of gun shops that use that to help support their activism. Uh, there's other projects, um, some of the organizations like Walk the Talk America, they don't utilize it because they don't understand it. But if enough people used it, then there'd be a something there for them to understand. You know, it's sort of the which comes first type of thing. You can't understand something until there's a flow. And once you start to see the the flow of resources, then you figure out where you fit in the whole system. So, uh, again, I appreciate the people that got that engine going. And uh, if you're on the fence and that stirred your interest, this is definitely the month to go check it out. If I'm hurting, I can assume that other people are experiencing the same. Uh, when gas goes up and when other prices go up, uh, it's easy to make a decision, you know, that something that's online is going to get cut. And I'm not, you know, complaining at all. But there are people out there that aren't feeling the same pressures and they do have 20 bucks a month to discretion, you know, to spend discretionally at their discretion. And uh, I'm going to encourage you to throw five bucks at me or us and five and then the rest of that 15 at other content creators. And uh, in five months, let us know what you think, if that was a worthy investment or not. That being said, uh, we appreciate your time tonight. And for anybody who's listened to it as a podcast, that brought us almost up to the two hour mark. I'll ask again for the people that are uh, listening to this in audio. I'm assuming a bunch of people download them and listen to them on players as they're out doing their thing. But uh, if you're remember when you're downloading or if you are listening in front of a computer and you can take a minute to do it, uh, give us a star, a thumb, a, what are they, I don't know, like check mark, a heart, whatever it is on the system you're playing and you're listening to this on. Give us some indication that you're out there. 
If you enjoyed the show, make it a thumb up. If you didn't, feel free to make it a thumb down. Our goal is to uh, uh, provide uh, resource and to uh, throw our position out there, but uh, certainly interested in feedback. Also lets us know where you're out there. So uh, we do post to a lot of different places, as I mentioned, and when you give us feedback, it lets us know which ones to keep playing or keep posting to whenever we have to make a decision to uh, cut back or uh, to maybe try a new one and stop one, you know, knowing that there's people on one keeps you out of off the cut, right? Off the cutting room floor, so to speak. All right. With all that, I think we're done saying done and there's nothing after this. So the next thing you can do is go to sleep, wake up and check out G23's chat in the morning. We'll be in after that actually, Daily Weekly Bullet will be on after that, talking about probably the news of the day. Then we'll go live with Ask Gun Questions for about an hour, and then we'll do our version of Every Second Matters. After that, uh, a Great Start Shooting School does a Suicide Prevention Saturday. Oh, snap, I forgot to put Brooke in the list today. So normally she'd be right up there at the top if I wasn't slacking. I'll go back in and edit that in there. But uh, Brooke will do her focus on suicide awareness and prevention. Two out of every three deaths with a firearm is suicide. So if we truly want to end deaths, period, whether with a firearm or not, but deaths, then let's remove the barriers to mental health, period, and mental health awareness, mental health resources, right? Uh, there's, there's organizations out there that are attempting to put um, or make normalize mental health by putting it into uh, stuff from the industry, have it into our marketing materials. We want to talk about it in places like this. When people have discussions about our property, let's challenge them with how come they're uh, unwilling to uh, help people with mental health issues when we know that that's the underlying causes of all the violence, all the violence, not just the gun violence. So when they want to take away one dangerous thing to just save one thing, why don't we challenge them and let's get the, let's actually solve something. Let's get some lives saved. Let's challenge them to take their resources from attempting to take our property and work with the organizations that are out there to educate, create awareness and prevent those suicides. And that's what the kind of stuff that Brooke will talk about during her show. I think barbecue threatened to have a show tomorrow. We'll hear about that. And normally G23 would have his show, but he's switching it up till the mornings. I don't think we get a after an overnight or do we? I don't remember. No, I would have mentioned the overnight. I think we get, I think we're due an overnight. I think they owe us an overnight. So stay tuned for the boss doing his show. He calls it an overnight, but we all know it's just late night. But uh, over late night Saturday, we'll have that. And then uh, Sunday morning, Gizzard goes live. And then you can check us out talking about Instagram for a couple of hours. All right. I've definitely bring us right up to the two-hour mark. So I quit threatening to end it and just end it at this point. And now I can't find my things at the end here. So I'll eventually find my things at the end here.
GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. It's 11.59 at Radio Free America. Tonight's episode, The Ripoff. The guys and gals at GunWebsites.com encourage you to take a CCW class every year, practice once a month, and carry every day. Thank you for watching Gun Websites.